Hi, welcome to the Av Church Podcast, where we talk about faith and real-life issues. We hope this challenges you to think a little bit deeper and encourages you on your journey through life. We're happy you joined us today. Now let's get talking. Hey guys, welcome to the Still Loading Podcast. Uh, today we have Raina, Tracy. Say hi, Raina. Hello. And we got Jake, Hello. Tracy. And we got Jared Reyes with us. What's going on, guys? And my name is Dylan Del Campo. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, today we're just going to be talking about Jesus. I think there's a lot going on in the world. And unfortunately, I, I, I personally have seen a lot of fools uh, just on both sides, if I'm being completely honest. And I think something that's cool and about who Jesus is, uh, is he somebody who's not on either side? And I said it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, specifically on the conservative side, honestly think that Jesus is like, hey, he's on our team. He's what where we're going. But it's like, hey, uh, Jesus made everybody. He didn't make uh, just conservatives or just Democrats or liberals or anything like that. So that's why today I just wanted to talk about Jesus and who he is. And I don't really care about, uh, I don't know. Today, I just, like, really don't care about political opinions. I don't care about any of that. Like, I care about, like, who Jesus is and what he's saying and how that transposes into our world. Um, so, we're going to talk about that. And uh, one of the one of the first things that we I want to start off with is on Sunday, uh, I shared how I'd have, I've had com- more conversations about race than I have had in the past, uh, than I have had uh, of conversations of Jesus in the past two weeks and while those conversations are important i'm not negating any of that but it made me realize how little i've been talking about jesus and how much more i've been talking about just um opinions and what i think and what i feel and all Mm -hmm. that and i just want to get back to who jesus is you know right what do you guys think about that that's where we should be we should be focusing 100 percent on him but it's so hard when our culture is just so enthralled with everything. And obviously like this is important stuff. I got to move that. So it stays up. This is important stuff. Like it's important, you know, to, to relate with the culture, but you're definitely right. When I was listening to you talk about how um, you've talked more about race than about Jesus. And I was like, Ooh, that got to me too. Cause I've had multiple conversations with many different people every single day on both sides, actually. And I was like, Jeez, this is the only thing I'm talking about. Why am I not talking more about mm-hmm. God? What what God's doing in my life? Even to my like Christian friends and family, like I'm not talking enough about what God's doing for me or the work He's doing on me. Instead, I'm getting, you know, for lack of better words, I'm just getting all kind of pissed off at people because of what they're posting on Instagram. And I guarantee they're doing the same thing about what everyone else is doing too. So yeah, I I think that's where we need to be. Yeah, but I think I mean it's like. Uh... In general, I mean, we can get worked up around anything, right? We can get worked up about anything. And I think that the conversation about Jesus in general has kind of uh, been silenced. Again, I think a lot of this is spiritual, in my opinion. I think a lot of it is spiritual. The whole thing. Like, every, yeah. all of this is... Wait, exactly. And that's why I'm saying. It's like, dude, again, anything... We, we forget the spiritual side of things. We try to... I think I, that's been my problem recently. It's been like trying to logically make sense of everything mm-hmm. and logic doesn't do it right now <laughs> the logic doesn't make sense nothing it's just it's chaos and the only consistent thing is jesus Preach. which is why we should be talking about jesus the one who is in control who's on the throne right who knows what's going to happen tomorrow he knows how it's going to happen tomorrow yet we want to find our answers elsewhere and talk about everything else that is feeble and weak and subjective enough for grabs yeah you know yeah I- 
I feel like people are also looking for what Christians are doing in this time. And I feel like a lot of Christians who are being more outspoken about things are just being harsh and negative. And it's like, okay, calm down. Like, that's a lot of emotion. And I understand we all have, like, our beliefs. But it's like what you said the root of it and the foundation of it is Jesus. And that's what we need to focus on because that's the only thing that's going to bring any change or any sanity or any peace in all of this. Our thoughts and our opinions aren't going to do anything. You're not going to reach anyone through those posts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I read this real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Can I add something to that? Hey, can I add something to that real quick? Just so you guys know, I'm going to say, can I add some to, something to that every episode, no matter what? I might make a shirt about it, you know? If you guys want to buy it, let me know. But the link nice. in the description. Habakkuk. Nice. I was reading through Habakkuk, right? The prophet. <laughs> and Habakkuk says in uh, verse, verse 2, chapter 1, says, How long, O Lord, must I call for help, but you don't listen? Violence is everywhere. I cry, but you do not come to save me. Must I forever see these evil deeds? Why must I watch in all this misery? Wherever I look, I see destruction and violence. I'm surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. The law has become paralyzed. There is no justice in the courts. The wicked far outnumber the righteous. So that justice has become perverted. And this is the Lord's reply. The Lord replied, Look around at the nations. Look and be amazed. For I am doing something in your own day. Something you wouldn't believe even if I told you about it. Uh, and he goes on to say, I'm raising the Babylonians, a cruel by the people that march across the world to conquer the lands. But what he's saying, what he's trying to say is, I think I can, what I'm trying to say is I can relate to the prophet here because mm-hmm. how often, I'm sure you guys can too, where you're thinking like, God, how how long is this going to go? Like, how long is it going to be one thing after another? And you can get to that point where it sounds like he's like, like fed up, you know, like I'm tired of it. Like you don't come through, you're not doing anything. It's like, No. But he's still crying out to God, you know? Mm-hmm. He's in, like, uh, the similar space that we're in mm-hmm. of just, like, violence and chaos and, you know, well, whatever it is. And it's, like, even though I don't understand it, like, God, I know that you're still in control. And God says, I'm doing something you wouldn't believe, you know? Yeah, it's just, like, the the whole idea of that message just came from me as a peacemaker and seeing so much division in the world. And I was, like, yeah, dude, we've had division our entire, like, life. You're always going to run into it. But... What's I think people don't understand is this goes so much deeper than just a, a policy that's put in place or a rule that's put in place, whatever it is that you believe out there. This goes so much deeper than that. And uh, as a Christian, like, I'll be honest, this podcast is probably more t- directed towards the Christian, because if you're not a Christian, I don't expect you to understand this. And that's totally cool. Still love you. But this is just... Uh, an outpouring of the fall of man and who we are and us not coming to know who God is, coming to know uh, his morality, his love, his grace, his forgiveness, and us bringing um, division into our lives, right? And I spoke on it, and it's one of the things that says God detests is those who uh, basically stir up quarreling amongst your family, you know? Mm -hmm. And to see all that happening, I'm like, dude, that's not good. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. not something, and especially right now where the church has such like an important role to play in all of this because we have what everybody's looking for, you know? Even though not a lot of people may believe and a, t- a ton of other people believe that, you know, it is the way, but we believe wholeheartedly that it's like we have what everybody's looking for, you know? And that's dangerous, you know? Uh, I think as a human being because we could easily let um, our... Um, 
I guess, foolish ways get in the way of really spreading who Jesus is. And nobody, like, ultimately, I have my opinions, I have my thoughts, I have my beliefs, but it's like, I want to turn everything back to who Jesus is and uh, what he's saying to me. And um, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I wish I could say that. Yeah, Jesus is so clearly speaking this to me right now, you mm-hmm. know? But, uh, yeah, there's my... Can I add something to that? No. <laughs> well, I will, but I was thinking about like all, like what you were saying about how, you know, people are posting these things and like Christians are like are more angry than they are anything else with like maybe policy or with whatever is happening, right? And something I thought about was like and if you're a Christian, hear this because there's going to be a day where each and every one of us are going to stand before the Lord, right? And we're going to stand face to face, and I promise you, he's not going to say, I'm so proud of you for posting those memes (laughs) (laughs) and fighting for the right wings. (laughs) It's like, he's not going to say that. And I say that as a joke, but I also say that to say, like, we're accountable for ourselves. We're accountable for how you conduct yourself. You're accountable for how you conduct yourself amongst other people, how you treat people. You are accountable for yourself, and that's where we need to be. And if you plan on correcting or doing anything like that will then it better be with love otherwise yeah. you're doing it on your own and not how jesus did it like dylan said people are looking for something right now that's why it's crazy and we have what they're looking for but it is dangerous like we need to be prepared to offer that love mm-hmm. and in the right way because jesus is love mm-hmm. and that's what we have to offer mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like uh if there's Anything in the flowing of like the spirit, if there's anything to get in the way of the flowing of the spirit, it's like human beings, <laughs> you yes, know, <laughs> absolutely. it's, it's going to be us. Like we're going to be the reason, you know, like, cause God's going to get done what he wants to get done. That's plain and simple. And he'll move you out of the way. Yeah. The way. <laughs> yeah. He will, dude. Excuse me. <laughs> People were in the way. So we flooded the earth. <laughs> hey, he's not going to do that again. He said. Well, I know. But... Oh yeah. He's coming back in fire. You know he's got a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's coming back in fire. Got <laughs> so yeah, you better you, you about to get burnt. But the thing is funny. So I think I, both of you kind of said it. How I think you've seen more outpour of people who are from Christians and the Christian conservative. They're posting more of the angry stuff. Maybe I just don't follow a lot of Christians on social media. Um, I hang out with a lot of sinners, including myself. Uh, but I've seen it from the exact opposite, where I've try to as much as I can intentionally just be like, you know what? It's all good. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lash out of these people. And I didn't, but I did like the people that I follow who are I'm friends with, um, in di- differing opinions. But I said, Hey, like, I want to ask you a question about this. What, what do you think? And I, and I think you're right, Dylan, people who cause quarrels. And obviously what the Bible says, people who cause intentionally cause quarrels and division are wrong. Um, great man once said a house divided against itself, uh, cannot stand it will fall. However, I think, especially during times like this, we should try to find healthy discussion. Mm-hmm. We should try to find a middle ground. If you are one of those people that's like an extreme absolute, you're part of the problem too. You can't be an extreme absolute. Jesus didn't vote for Donald Trump and he didn't vote for <laughs> Nan- but he didn't vote for Nancy Pelosi either. Jesus didn't do either of those things and he wouldn't be that. Jesus wasn't a Democrat or a Republican. You know, but we need to be able to find that middle ground. 
you know, in the mm-hmm. in the world the, the uh, world of Star Wars, only a Sith deals in absolutes. If you if you feel me, but we can't be absolute sides. We have to try to find that middle ground. And like you were saying, the middle ground is love. This is that's where it takes everything. I was listening to a song today about um, a one of my favorite bands, Sleeping Giant. If they ever, if you guys ever listen to this, I love you guys. But come back, yeah, please. But one thing they said. Um, one of the in their latest album they did maybe a year or two ago is um you know king the kingdom over everything kingdom minded king, being putting the kingdom over everything and i loved that it was that in another line that said um jesus you're the only you're the only joy in this world of pain and it's like that's what we need to come back to through all the pain that we're all experiencing whether it's you have pain from believing this, believing that, having your loved ones do this. Or in my case, I would say having some friends who I, I care about kind of, you know, say stuff or do stuff where I'm like, man, that doesn't make me feel good about my stance upon stuff. Um, Jesus is the answer through it all. The the mm-hmm. love, the love that we have, the love that he gives us and that we give to others, that's where we're going to reach people, not, you know, posting how this is right and this is wrong. And I think also we as Christians hold the higher expectation. So it's easy mm-hmm. to get upset at those friends and family that aren't um, Christian and they're posting things or saying things that upset us. But what do you expect from them? Mm-hmm. They don't have like our expectation is higher because we have Jesus mm-hmm. and we have the truth and the Bible and these things to follow, but they don't. So what do we expect from them? We can't expect them right. to act like us. Exactly. Which is, it, I feel like that's something I had learned with times. Like I had put unrealistic expectations of people and when mm-hmm. they didn't meet those, I was so mad. Mm-hmm. But I, then I had to look back and realize, oh, well, I'm putting those expectations. So yeah, you're right. We shouldn't expect people who aren't Christians to be acting like they are. And that's okay. If you're a non-Christian, you're listening to this. Welcome. We love you. We're glad you're here. Um, but yeah, we can't expect somebody who's different to do the same things that we do or act the same way that we act. I agree with that. That's good. Paul said in first Corinthians five, he said, when I wrote to you before, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. Uh, you can just put any sin in that for now. He says, but I wasn't talking about unbelievers who indulge or are greedy or cheat people or worship idols. He said, you would have to leave the world to avoid people like that. (laughs) Come on. These people are going to be here. Stop. You need to get away from thinking that, your memes and your posts are going to save the day because unfortunately they're not. But then he says this, Mm. Paul says, it isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it certainly is your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. God will judge those on the outside, but as scriptures say, you must remove the evil person from among you. And I don't think, Uh. I mean, I'm not going to defend it. He said what he said, you know, Uh and then I think it's true, but kind of the way I interpret that a little bit and this like to make it relevant is like judging the Christians and saying, Hey, uh, what you're doing doesn't represent the same God that I worship and that you claim to worship. And I, Raina will tell you, I did the same thing. I, there was like a moment where I was like fired up and I was just like, this is so wrong. And people have no idea. This is more about the virus stuff. I won't get into that. <laughs> and it's not real. <laughs> just kidding. You read I'm just... my post. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Anyways. Back on topic. But it's true. And so, what my point in all of this was like, it's important to determine which truth and which point you're really is worth fighting. And for me, the point is Jesus, and the point 
of Preach. truth and love is worth fighting for. Mm. Um, everything else, again, like I said, is feeble. It's weak. Um, it's uncertain. But Jesus is truth and consistent. So it's like, why would I devote any more attention to anything else other than that? You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You say it, it sounds easier like that, but mm. you still get all mad during the week but we all have right. emotions dude yeah it's it's the truth there's you can't shut them out but you can choose how you react to them you know that's right uh you have to <laughs> yeah, it's, good for your, it's good for your emotional health yeah. hey christians act right get you act right <laughs> we can only judge you people get ready jesus is coming gonna, you know what i'm gonna start judging oh <gasps> I'm gonna start a ministry where I just judge people. I think we have. I think It'll a be- lot of churches have that. <laughs> are you gonna be the, the Karen of the church? Is that what you're gonna do? It's called youth ministry. <laughs> oh, I love that. Charlie that could be a whole. I do too. That could be a uh, whole episode. Joking. No, but I think um, what's been brought up here just together um, is just the higher calling, you know, and the higher standard, and right. that's uh, that's something that's true of. Every Christian, in my opinion, because um, God's the cornerstone, right? And then uh, in Second or First Peter, chapter two, he's talking about how he uh, Jesus is the cornerstone, and he's placing uh, people as the stones of his church, right? The 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 rest of the building, and that's just a metaphor for just the church in general. And it's amazing that God would place a cornerstone, who is Jesus, and let us even be a part of that foundation (laughs) the creator of the universe is completely holy never did any wrong like yeah you guys can be a part of this Mm -hmm. that alone is like but that's a higher calling you know granted jesus is full of forgiveness full of grace full of all that but even like the verse that you brought up jake like don't judge people outside it's like but there is judgment within if you are a christ follower you know what i mean because when you are a christ follower you know better Mm -hmm. you know and go ahead or it's like you have christians that are like you maybe they don't literally don't know better but they're trying to walk this path right Mm -hmm. and they just don't know and so judging isn't always like i hate you because this judging is like hey what you're doing is isn't going to be helpful for you and where you're trying to go Mm -hmm. like or it's like I, I've done exactly the same things, and it, it's not conducive to your walk, or it's not conducive to where you're headed, and or what God wants for you. So judging in that sense is a really loving thing, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I think we take it as pure hate, and it's not. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a that balance, that truth and love. Like, speak truth to those people that need the truth, but then love them just as much. Like that balance is it's important, but yeah. I, I know. So I think there have been times in my Christian walk where, you know, believe it or not, I wasn't perfect. And I had friends who had given me the judgment and I didn't you like it. Perfect? And I think, yeah, I know. I'm Sorry. The, no, I know. <laughs> believe me. Speaking of people judging me. <laughs> no, but I had, I had friends who did both. I had friends who gave me a lot of love and not quite as much judgment, which I, I liked those friends a little bit more because it made me feel better. Um, then I had people who gave me a lot of truth and at least I didn't feel like a lot of love. And it was kind of like, man, that kind of hurt. You're just, you're not really trying to love at the same time. But I think with time, especially as believers, we become more mature and we speak truth and love together. And then that's how we really reach the people. We, the truth goes in with that whole covering of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the good stuff right there. Dang. The love. And that's the hard part to get right though. Mm-hmm. 
it's just delicate, dude. Like you can, I can so easily make it about me. And that's why I think something that's important for people to know is, and something that I've been challenged by, because uh, like I said, I'm a peacemaker. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I understand that it's like, I will be on the foundation of who Jesus is a hundred percent of the time. You know, that's, that's what it is. And when I, what I mean by that is a lot of times I could put who I am over what Jesus says, and that's not right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not right at all. So it's hard to to meet that 100% truth, 100% grace. Like, I don't know how to do it. Me neither. Do you, think there's, it right. do you think there's a human on earth, honestly, who just can do that? And and that I don't I don't think so, because like what we need to do is just preach what the word says, you know? I have, are gifted I with know it. someone I feel like is that way. Really? Yeah. It's Mitchell Amador. I was dude, oh, that yeah. popped in my head. I was like, he's gonna say Mitchell. Love you if you're watching. <laughs> or listening. D- oh yeah, or listening. Wait, does he's, he have any judgment though? He he'll tell you the truth. Yeah. He'll tell you the truth, but it's so much love in there. Uh huh. Like he can be like, I hate you so much, and you're just like, dude, I love <laughs> Thanks, you. Dude. <laughs> love you, bro. <laughs> um well, I will say, yeah, it's rare. It's not an easy thing that pe- doesn't come naturally to anybody. Right. Uh, and then even just using his him as an example, that dude, whenever you're talking to him, so for those who don't know him. I'm going to tag him in this when we it. Post would be it. In, in any conversation, in anything, he's bringing up the word. Mm-hmm. He's bringing yes. up who Jesus is. And it's so fluid and it's so like casual because it's just ingrained in who he is. Dude, I golfed with him. And he like striped him down the fairway and just puts his club in there and says, Jesus. <laughs> and I just felt that's so awesome. happy. <laughs> that's that's pure. Yeah. But I, I think that's like who we should strive to be like. You know, he's people who are like, man. Do we need to get Mitchell on here? <laughs> he's a great human being. He honestly. is. He like warms me up, dude. Like I love him. <laughs> I'm going to tag him when we post this, by the way. <laughs> I'm about that. <laughs> okay, so we found someone. <laughs> but to bring it back. And everyone else is bad. <laughs> you just give up. No, don't give up. Um, to bring it back. Um, he's that way, though, because he meditates on the word day and night. You yes. Know? Amen. Yes, and he he's like a great example of that. And we should all strive to be that way, meditating on the word day and night. You know what I mean? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Except I feel like sometimes I put my computers the way, the truth, and the life because I'm editing videos or looking up YouTube videos, whatever it is, whatever it may be, you know, when it's like, even during this time, this whole conversation kind of just got brought up right now because I want to, uh, you're weirding me out. <laughs> Jake's like hitting his nose on the mic. It's, it's kind of He's using his beak. Out. Dude, you were doing it first, so I started doing it. So yeah, I know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know what I was saying now. Um... I forget. Honestly. Good job, Jerry. Good job, buddy. That's okay. What do we got? Let's keep it going. Because- 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5 says, for, we, for though we walk in flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. We are taking thought every captive to the obedience of Christ taking every thought captive excuse me and that verse really popped into my head because it was actually donovan uh smith he yeah the keys player 
Yeah, he's an amazing musician, but he posted a video and he was saying like, that doesn't mean just like, oh, a lot of us would be like, yeah, the sinful thoughts and everything. And yeah, we need to hold those thoughts captive. He's like, no, 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 it's every thought. Mm -hmm. And even when you feel like you're justified, you're ready to go. It's like, I need to share this. It's like, no, give it to Jesus first. Meditate on Jesus with what this thought means and uh, what it is in your life and then go from there. And I was kind of like convicted by that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Well, what do you mean by, so you said even like they have the sinful thoughts, but in the other thoughts, what do you, what do you mean by that? Just, or how do you interpret it? It's just because it says we're taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we get this thing and it's like, I need to say this. I know it's so right. I know it's so just. And it's still saying like, oh, it's not saying don't speak your mind or whatever but what it is saying it's like no take that to jesus first you know and figure out what you need to do with that and his whole thing was um that he hasn't kind of said anything i guess about just the tension that was in the air and he used it he's like well i was meditating at the feet of jesus first you know and that kind of struck me and i was like oh man (laughs) i i'm I didn't do that you know i instantly thought it's like man what do i need to say about this Mm. what do i need to do what do I need to, yeah. who do I need to relate to? And it's like, I should have been asking Jesus. It's like, hold on. Here's all my thoughts, God. Put them together. Put them together for me, please. And I think that we do that, I wouldn't even say as a culture, but it just as humans that we're so quick to speak. The second something happens, we're like, well, you know, I, I it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, and, and I get it. We live in a, in a time, in a place, in the vast universe of the world where we have the ability to put out whatever we think at every moment of the day to the masses, which is amazing. It's an amazing time to live. But instead of thinking, I need to say this is, should I say this? And Mm -hmm. and I think it just goes to show like millennials sometimes even have harder times finding jobs because what they choose to post on social media. Like for my job, for example, they had, they went through years. They went back, seven, eight years of my Instagram to see almost every single thing I posted. And Facebook, I'm sure. And Facebook, yeah. And I think, I I don't know if the time I had my Facebook activated or whatever. The same thing with like Twitter or anything, any social media I had. But sometimes I think we think because we have the ability to do something that we should do it. Just because you can say something doesn't mean you should. And that's why it says in the Bible to be quick to listen and slow to speak. Yeah. And and that's yeah. one thing that I've been like thinking about a lot is being slow to speak, not just to tell other people that, but in my own life is okay. Just listen, listen more, just, just be there and soak and absorb speak when, you know, appropriate or if it's um, important, but don't blabber everything that comes out of your mind because, and uh, this is especially the people I would say in our generation, not everything you say is profound Nobody needs to know every thought you say. And if you are the one that gets offended by that, welcome at me. It's just what it is. Not Everything I say is not profound, but everything that we say is not profound. So we need to be quicker just to listen. Listen to what other people of wisdom say, what the Bible say, and then we could talk after. Hmm. The first thing I thought when you said that was like captivating our thoughts, I was thinking like, Thoughts that aren't sinful and not bad, but like distractions. Mm-hmm. So like every morning I go on, I go on a prayer walk. 
Uh-huh. But so many times I find myself so thinking about, <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, all right. I'm just getting unemployment. And I'm just going to <laughs> <laughs> the realist. She's the realist. <laughs> Preach. The um, but I think, and I find myself, I'm an hour in. Yeah, an hour. <laughs> and I'm she thinking about the most random things <laughs> and I haven't even like prayed or I started to. And then I think about other things. So it's the, those small things I think that still count to where it's like, God has your attention. God captivated your thoughts mm-hmm. in the moments that, you know, you're trying to spend with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard it said, don't speak just to say something. You speak when you have something to say, you know? And I think that's the problem. Really and good. what's unfortunate is for a lot of people, it's because it's like if you don't say anything, then you automatically don't support something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's it's not true. And yeah. it's actually extremely unwise to react. It's foolish to just react yeah. to something, right? Yeah. Any conversation, you can ask any married couple, right? Where it's like something goes down, if your reaction is more likely what's going to get you in more trouble than the actual thing itself. You know what I mean? Because you need you're to just going take off. a minute. You need to take a minute. <laughs> so you're saying that we should think and then react, not just right. go based off emotions. That's right. profound. Yeah. You think it would be, you know. Hey, if you ever use that, can you say this great philosopher once said. The great philosopher. The great philosopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a philosopher no. now. Check my Facebook. No, but. <laughs> no, but it's true, right? Like, it's true. It's it's The reaction is going to be. So I guess my point in all of this is that. If someone's not saying something, leave them alone. You know what I mean? You have no idea what they're thinking, praying, or anything. They're yeah. not picking a side on whatever yeah. it may be. And Sometimes- I think that was so hard. Like right now, it's like if you – okay, like I don't want to continue to go back to this. If it's brought up, we'll speak to it. But in this day and age, if you don't say something, you're you're part of the problem. Like you have to pick a side. It's like playing video games. Like growing up playing video games and you have that – your remote you can't start the game until you go to one side or the other because you have to pick sides you can't just stay there but what i'm trying to say yeah you're right and what i'm saying is to, i'm talking to the christian to say uh pick jesus right now you know above mm-hmm. all else pick jesus and mm-hmm. if he gives you something to say say it mm-hmm. um don't say something just because you feel the need to say something because other people might not like you if you don't that's not wise it's just not, and it's, there's good. no integrity behind it. Yeah, and even just, like I said, hold every thought captive and give it to Jesus. Yeah. Like, that's literally what the Bible says. And if we want to follow the Bible, like, let's let's talk to Jesus first, you know? Um, I mean, Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days before he started his ministry, before he was going to do, like, the most amazing things you could do. And that was intentional. That wasn't on accident. That was like, man... Okay, I'm going to need to say things. I'm going to need to heal people. I'm going to need to perform miracles. I'm going to need to do all this. But he's like, I'm going to go away for 40 days and I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek God and be tempted. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and God and Jesus, like they knew what they were doing. You know, they they knew he's the he's the God man. Yet he still took that time to be away from just what everybody's saying, what everybody's doing. And it was and, so frequent too. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did it so many, like so often, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's like just, I guess, something that I want to talk about, too, because uh, I feel like there's just a lot of, and I'm speaking from my perspective, I could be completely wrong uh, for uh, for other people, at least. But from my perspective, I'm like worn down, like I'm mentally and emotionally exhausted, dr- absolutely drained 
And I realized it's like, I need to take time away to mentally rest and to more importantly, spiritually rest. Because I think a lot of people are tired and broken and hurting and worn down just by everything right now. It's We're coming off uh, two major things happening in our lifetime, neither of which we've probably seen to this scope ever. One, um, the pandemic, right? And then two, just the racial tension that's in our world, you know? And so there's all these uh, things coming into our life that we're not used to, right? And that with anybody in psychology, when all these things come in, you can't control, you can't do anything, right? Um, You freak out, (laughs) you know? And that's kind of where I've been. And that's why I think it's important to get that time away to be like, you know what? Maybe I need to delete instagram and twitter and maybe i need to stop watching youtube like maybe i should really just sit in this room and pray or just like focus in on what god is trying to show me right now go in for a walk like you said arena stuff like that and i think uh even just how i said like it's so important that like jesus himself did it before the greatest Mm -hmm. things like he did it frequently like you said jake absolutely but it's like for one he went away by himself before he performed his greatest miracles and things on earth and before the greatest thing to ever happen on the face of this planet ever all time when he sacrificed himself he went away and he prayed all night and his disciples fell asleep on him but he went away you know right and it's so important to just get away so if he jesus needed that how no, badly we do we need it? <laughs> well, no, we have our phone. No, we don't. <laughs> I think Jesus is telling us that we need to take a vacation. <laughs> Jesus, God himself, needed to go away to pray all the time, but we don't need to. No, And we think not. we're fine. Oh, my. We're so backwards, dude. I'm absolutely bad. Dude, so, I'm telling I'm so you, backwards. I had a pretty tough conversation with Destiny yesterday about all this and just donezo dude just absolutely mentally done just exhausted on all fronts yeah exactly dude this happened last night and it's so like it shouldn't be an event or a spectacle but i was just i came home yesterday just feeling like you could ask her i was just feeling gross like i didn't feel good i felt like and i don't whatever and so i told i told rain i said you know i need to go up like i just need to pray and so i went into the nursery our baby boys almost room yeah and i just sat in this little rocking chair and i just like prayed and i was listening to music and that's when i was reading um those scriptures but one thing that he reminded me of is like i said earlier is like i need to be always be reminded that i stand before god above all else you know how Mm -hmm. uh, with my how i conduct myself and all things stand before god but my point is that when i left that i remember i went to her and i was like i feel like night and day better like just mentally, spiritually, like I just needed a minute with the Lord. And I was like, "Wow, Amazing. like what a concept, that is right?" Crazy. It's almost I do like that the Bible every says day for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just crazy because like it shouldn't be an event or a spectacle that I remember all the time. It should be like like brushing your teeth. So like you should just yes. do this. Like mm. just do this. Yeah, yeah. Mm. put deodorant on. Like yeah, even if it's natural, that's yeah. fine. Wait. But it's like. Just that should be part of your life because it's good for you. It's better yeah. for you, you know? Oh, it's the best for you. But we don't do it. Yeah. I wish what? I wish we were all dedicated to Jesus as we are to our favorite things. Like I really wish that. Like just sitting here, like when you so when you said um just doing it like brushing our teeth. Like that's one thing I've told people, like when people are trying to get into shape and they're like, I just wish I could just work out consistently. It's like, well, after a while, it's like brushing your teeth. You just do it. And you don't go 
do I have to work out today? It's like, no, you just do it because you know you're supposed to. I wish, like, I go through stints where I'm on my Bible app, got a streak, I'm putting down good content. I'm like, ooh, man, like, I'm putting <laughs> Put down, down good content. I'm laying bars in the Bible Smash app. Follow me, add me, on, add me on the Bible app. Um, but where I am, <laughs> and then there are times, like, like recently, I've been in, a, like, a devotion with a couple of my friends who I work with, and I haven't, I think I started a month ago, and I, two days out of ten, and I'm like, why is it so hard to consistently serve God in the most simple way? Read what he's telling me, talk to him, and then just serve him. Like, why is that so difficult? Hey, let's delete our social media. Like, is it I'm, a I'm 100% down like to... Like, for a week. Uh, yeah, done. I'm, okay. I, I'm, I'm over Instagram okay. right now. You guys down is with that? Is this a challenge right now for everybody? I have to post hey. something on Friday and then I'll <laughs> Well, delete it and then just post that one day and then delete that, it again. That's like how, <laughs> you know what's funny about this whole thing that you're saying is I literally deleted it uh, yesterday morning. But you needed and it. And I had it by 3 p.m. yesterday. I with Twitter. <laughs> See, that's oh one I had to get gosh. rid of a while ago. I, I couldn't. I hate but look. Yeah, I'm down to delete uh, my not delete, but like log out of my personal Instagram. If we call account. it a fast, will that make us easier? I, I will. You're I'm not down supposed for a to month. like tell everyone that it's a fast, though. So. I'm just trying to get our minds right. Is all. Yeah, and I feel like we do it as a team. It'd be helpful. Yeah, I and, agree. Yeah, and I think if people, if you're listening, like if you really are feeling worn down right now, because I think it's a common theme, honestly, in just most people's life. Like, hey, take a break for. Let's just say we'll do it for like however long, whatever, but just start with a day. Yeah. <laughs> if you're no, listening, start with one 24 hour period. Yeah, it's realistic. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe instead of this time, because I can almost guarantee there's probably an hour to two hours of screen time on social media right now. It's that's being very like conservative because of like there's a lot of people still out of work, still kind of just hanging out like it's probably through the roof. But I, we'll just say there's probably one to two hours of uh, uh, screen time on social media for the average person. So take that one to two hours if you're listening and dedicate it to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, done. That should be, that should be something so simple. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but I'm actually really excited for that. Like like you, I know we had talked a little bit. And I know you're you're worn down for reasons. Mine's like social media, and particularly like I don't have I logged out of my Twitter just because it's cancerous I, I can't do that but uh instagram's just been one where i it's so tough and i think instagram has been i think we can do a whole show on that but it's just tough because i think you're either trying to keep up with the joneses and you know travel and do this and do that like everyone else or you have to constantly be posting and reposting to know so everybody knows your every thought but yeah i think i've been contemplating that for a little bit i, I deleted it for a day just because that particular day was a lot for me but yeah, I think I'm ready to uh to get rid of it for the time being. It's it's not doing anything positive. Uh, so that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's, it's like positive. when I go on Twitter or even Facebook or Instagram, I think like what part of my life or what area of my life is this actually benefiting? Because mm-hmm. I feel like more often than not, I'm just like gonna get angry and then send somebody like my friend that I know will agree with me the meme that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just being yeah. honest, like yeah. that's what I'll do. And it's like this isn't helpful. And if we're talking Jesus and God over everything, well, that's not conducive to that statement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to live my life that that's way, real. I can't. It would be silly to put things that are going to get interfere with that. Uh-huh. I think that 
it's good to do that because like Dylan was saying how he was feeling like just like exhausted and mm-hmm. like overwhelmed. I feel like all those everything going on just makes you feel so powerless, especially if you're like me and like I'm not posting all the things and like I, I just don't know what to say. And it's it's like a defeating thing. Hmm. And I was praying the other day and God reminded me of and oh, I was praying because I that's all I know I can do throughout this like praying for everything but even even though I'm not saying it's just praying I just but, wish I was as good as you no though. it's just like what was I saying you were you were praying because you I feel like praying that's because what you can like, do I didn't know what else to do mm-hmm. But then even in prayer, I felt like, but I'm not, am I helping? Like, I still feel powerless. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, I remember when I would go on these missions trips, and it's been like five years since I've been on one, but mm-hmm. I remember going in, just a young girl, and going to this, like, different country, and you're like, yeah, like, I'm going to, like, change some lives, I'm going to do something, <laughs> whatever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then you get there and you're like, oh, yeah, there's some real problems here. (laughs) And God, why am I here? Like, I am not going to feed all these hungry children. Mm -hmm. I am not. There's literally nothing I can do here. And you feel powerless, right? Yep. And I remember on every single one of those trips, all I had to offer was love and building relationships. And for some reason that was the most effective thing I could possibly give and created like real relationships. And those people that I were, that I was with really felt loved and I felt loved too. And so I say all that in the midst of this powerless feeling around the world right now, we can still offer love and we can still offer we can still build relationships. And those are the things that we should be focusing on because that's what we can do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we're done now. I'm just no, kidding. no, no, no. I thought Jared was going <laughs> to say something. I. No, I was just saying what I agree with Raina. And I think, well, all of us have been on a missions trip and it's, it's a funny thing. Like you go in, like, like Raina said, um, think you're like oh i'm gonna do this this and that and it's great that's gonna be my shirt actually this this and that (laughs) but you you believe that you're gonna make this huge difference you know if you're there for two weeks or a week (laughs) but you end up you end up being changed like these people that you go to help impact you in such a powerful way and i remember when i went to Belize, like the people like thank you so much for coming here and i just remember sitting there crying i was like Thank you. Like you made me a better person. Anything I I felt like I could have done or offered you is nothing compared to what you're able to do for me. But I think that's what's beautiful beautiful about those trips. It's God uses you and you generally you genuinely do help these people. But in turn, he takes the same people that you go to help and he changes your life. Even though mainly mission trips now are for the Instagram cloud. But those mission trips don't need it's not supposed to be like that like Mm -mm. that's what i'm saying is like this our world is a missions trip and Mm -hmm. let's love everyone like we would if that was like our mission there you know and then those relationships will be 
would be built and they'd recipro- reciprocate it and then just imagine mm. what it would be like, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's one thing we know. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what we do know. We do know that people are uneasy right now. Yeah. Right. We do know people are confused. We do know people are uh, tired. in pain. People are tired. Mm-hmm. Those are things we do know. Wouldn't it make sense to take action on those things? Being that who God is, is love, Prince of Peace. Like, wouldn't it be logical to say, Come to me, all who are weary. Brother. All who are weary. And it's the logic is, if that's what we know is to be true across just about everybody, that's just that's what the church should be offering, right? Yeah. And you know? I, yeah, and I think even something that, to bring it back to just everything that's being said, because you made a good point, it's like Jesus is a prince of peace, he gives love, he gives comfort, like all those things you said, like he gives rest to the weary, like he brings all of those things, you know? And we're talking about before that, just uh, like taking an hour or two to pray to God every day, right? And we're going to do that. And we hope if you're listening, you guys really take advantage of that for one day. Try it out for one day. If you're feeling wild, do three days. <laughs> uh, but Raina even said it like prayer should be the first thing we do. Uh, and that was like um, the one of the things in my message is like prayer should always be our first like weapon, right? The Bible says that we're not uh, fighting a battle of flesh and blood, right? But of mm-hmm. dark powers and principalities. And prayer should always be the first thing that we do before uh, we do anything. And I think, Jake, what you said is like Jesus gives all those things. And so maybe if you're listening and you're going to do that hour a day prayer, pray for those things. Pray for Jesus to bring comfort, to bring rest, to bring unity, to bring love, uh, and anything else that you believe that the world needs. Because like Jake said, he, he that's who he is. <laughs> it's yeah. in his character. It's just what flows from him. Like we got those things from him, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And pray that same thing over other people, you exactly. know? Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Believers are not, we want people to live in peace, right? That's, that's just humanity. We want people to be okay. Yeah. Hopefully that's the case, but yeah. pray for everybody. Even the people you don't like. Mm. Even politicians. Mm. Yeah. Dare I say that? Yeah. Dare I say to pray for Donald Trump and Gavin Newsom and your local government? Dare I say that? Yes, I do, because that's what we should be doing. We want to see God move in those places. Yeah. Yeah, they're people in power. Like, you yes. should. I want God to move in all of their lives. Yes. You Please. know what I mean? Please. <laughs> yeah. And that's just so important. That's something that's kind of been lost. And uh, it's in Matthew. I forget the exact verse, but. Jesus is telling him, like, what good is it if you only pray for those who love you? Like, even the pagans do that. <laughs> like, even the demons recognize yeah. God. Yeah. Like, what good is it to pray for uh, only those who you care about and love those who love you? It's like, that's easy. That's the easy work. I mean, most of us still don't even do that. No. <laughs> I, Gosh, we're I, so backwards. Mm-mm. That's what this conversation, that's the meat of this conversation right now is... I think what we're all finding out is, and I think you might have it down, but it's like that self-discipline of just doing the things that are helpful for your life and bringing God into these scenarios, into these circumstances. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't, I, maybe it's just me, but I haven't done that very well, and it's clear and obvious. And then I go, why do I feel this way? Yeah. Well, I, I think this might be a little controversial to say to the Please. conservative person, but... Um, a lot of times we use um, 
we think, well, Jesus would do this and he'd be for this and he'd do all this. And like, we for sure, like there's things Jesus would be about, but we put them to more humanistic things. And it's like, Jesus would absolutely be fighting this. And I want to say like, how do you think the oppressed freaking Jewish community felt when Jesus came down, he's going to be this great savior and he's going to release them from the Romans and he's going to start this heat. Yeah, revolutionary, this huge battle. And it's like, he goes straight to the temple. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're supposed to go over there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where's the army at, dude? Like, where? what What do you mean? What's ha- love, love people who persecute me? Like, mm-hmm. he's telling that to persecuted people, to people who are oppressed, to, to people who are uh have t- like honestly not the greatest lives you know to slaves and he's like no pray for those who persecute you mm-hmm. pray for those who look down upon you if i was a jewish person in that community i would be thinking to myself maybe i would probably crucify jesus dude honestly did we say in the last podcast where uh richard was like if i was there at that time i probably would have thought Okay, who's paying this guy off? Is George Soros <laughs> yeah. paying this guy off? <laughs> or, or they said, uh, he said, um, like, how much would it take? Like, they chose, like, I'd probably want to let Barabbas go too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's that's 100% true. I mean, they, the Jewish people to this day, I mean, they expected a political messiah. And they put human expectations on godly things, which never turns out good for anybody. But yeah, they decided to do that. And then God was like, no, 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 Turn the other cheek. And they're like, whoa, 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 what? Not about it. I think what Dylan is saying is like, Jesus came to stand up for the kingdom of heaven and he came to stand Mm -hmm. up for God. And he, unfortunately, I know you don't want to hear it, but he didn't come to stand up for the Republican Party. He didn't come to stand up uh, to the Democrat Party. He didn't come for any of that. He didn't come uh, to stand up for one race. He didn't come for that. He came for the kingdom of heaven. And if that tells us anything, that tells us where our, our eyes should be. And that's in the kingdom of heaven because that's where Jesus, that's where his eyes were. That's where he stayed. Mm-hmm. That's where he stayed. He said, seek first the kingdom of heaven. Let everything else be added unto you. That's where he stayed. And it's silly to think that, um, I'm not saying to, uh, you know, support injustice or anything like that by no stretch. But what I am saying is, uh, the kingdom is number one, and it has to be that way. And it's better for you. It's better mm-hmm. for your own life. Absolutely. I, I, um, I just have one thing to say. I feel like we're kind of wrapping up here anyways, but I don't know. Um, back to like the social media thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to go back there. Go but ahead. I, I wish I need to look up like a statistic maybe to see like the spark or the rise of people on Instagram and whatnot during these times. You know, because I know I've have not been more glued to my phone ever than I have right now. Probably same. Which, yeah, I'm just, it's probably across the board, but for sure in my life, that's how I am. And I had this thought when one of you guys was speaking, but um, it really goes to show where my allegiance and my loyalty was to what's going on in the world when the first and most thing that I turn to is my phone rather than the Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I felt convicted when you guys was talking and that thought popped into my head. It's like, as Christian people, we've been, and I talked about it this Sunday too, but it didn't click in that way to me. But people are so passionate and so on fire and stuff for posting about things that they care about and all this. that so it's like, and I said in the messages, like, imagine if we we're so passionate about Jesus that way. And it just, I don't know, it's just dawning in my head. Like, it really shows where I put my faith. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's really showing where I've been putting my faith. And I'm like, well, yeah, dude, right now. <laughs> and dude, it's true because we're fighting for this quote unquote side that we want to prevail instead of fighting for God to prevail. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it it sounds so like logical, like, oh, yeah, of course we should be doing that. Mm-hmm. But some are. Some are people. Some people are doing it. Uh-huh. Majority or not, yeah. you know? Yeah. But who do we want to prevail? I'd mm-hmm. like to believe that we all want Jesus to prevail in mm-hmm. all of this and to be revealed in all of this. Yeah. And hopefully, God willing, please hear me, come down right now. But, you know, like, what are we fighting for? Yeah. Which truth are we fighting for? Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, I just, it's so important. If you're listening to just put your faith in God, put your hope and passions uh, into him, you know, and hold captive those thoughts and put them at the foot of the cross before anything, you know? And I feel like people just need to hear that it's like, hey, you're doing okay. (laughs) You're doing good, honestly. Like, don't give up. Don't get overwhelmed. Really take that time to pray to God an hour a day, one day. That's what we're asking. Maybe the ne- maybe you want to do it continuously. Like, let's just say 10 minutes a day. If you're going to do it for like a week, do 10 minutes. Start there. Start somewhere slow, I guess. Text a friend. Right? Tell them you'll to do it together. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else anybody wants to say? Raina, any truth bombs you want to lay on us? Well, then I'll close with this. She said no, sorry. She has them, but she's just no, holding I them for next I time. Really <laughs> <laughs> I'll close with this. James uh, 1, 5 through 6 says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed in the wind. So I would just encourage you guys to seek wisdom from God. Ask him what your next move is, you know, because he can guide your steps. He is guiding your steps if you just let him. Um, He wants so much more for your life. He has so much love, grace, forgiveness, peace, all those things that we talked about for your life. But ask God for wisdom in a time where a lot of people don't know how to react. A lot of people don't know how to respond. Seek first, like Jake said, the kingdom of heaven. Seek God for wisdom. Cool. That's been the Still Loading Podcast. Do y'all want to say bye? Bye. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Uh, Follow us on Instagram. (laughs) No, we don't have Instagram. Check out my merch. (laughs) Follow me on Instagram. I'll see you in a week. Follow Church on on Instagram. And you could go to our website, (laughs) avchurch.com. And check out all those things. We've been posting services, this podcast, all that stuff. Fire. So... We love you guys, and we'll see you later. Later. Bye.